was there any debate uh, like when you were going in? Did you think about maybe catfishing or were you sticking to your guns from the get? No, I was sticking to my guns because I wanted to see. I felt like if I went behind another profile, it would kind of I felt like I would have to explain that. And I don't know. I felt like I wanted to show up for people of size in that space. And show them that I don't want to play anybody else. I want to play myself because I go against these other people that I'm the most popular with all of me and every single part of me. So I wanted to basically make sure that was in the forefront. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Hello and welcome, guys, to a new episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. Now, if you guys tuned in to episode 11, which was our circle episode, we talked to season two winner, Delisa Saint. If you've been under a rock and you have no idea what the circle is, first off, where have you been? But let me get you up to date. So it's a social media style competition series that's basically like quarantine life, but a game show. If you tuned into that episode, then you guys also know that Chris is a hell of a catfish i still can't believe delisa thought you were me like what i love it it's the best thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) but guys so today we are chatting with the winner of season four but first we're gonna do a deep dive into the season's past with some of your favorite players from all of the three different earlier seasons so it's gonna be a good show today but before we get into it we are very excited to share Netflix's Reality Romance Plus One contest. Mm. Obviously, I'm the king of of weddings. I go to very many. Never once have I brought a plus one. Really? I find it too to be, I get too anxious, especially if I'm in the wedding. I'm like, I don't. But I'm definitely in a place where I do want a plus one, okay? So this wedding season... Netflix wants to prove that love has no off-season as we hook up fans with the ultimate plus ones, our reality stars. So Netflix wants to be by your side to celebrate the weddings in your life, even if the couples didn't meet through a wall on, let's say, Love is Blind. Now, whether you're looking for a wingman or woman, the ultimate dance partner, or just some good-looking eye candy to make your ex jealous, we're here to help y'all. So we're recruiting stars from across the Netflix reality universe to go to weddings with our fans. And we're going to create and celebrate these special moments from, you know, some romance titles. Fans can submit a video entry for their chance to bring a Netflix star to a wedding this summer as their plus one. So y'all stay tuned. We're definitely going to have some more information on that soon. I can talk weddings all day. (laughs) You're like the wedding king. But we're not here to talk about weddings today. We are here to talk about The Circle, which, as Lauren explained, is a bluff game show where players compete against each other to gain popularity. It's basically portraying your best self on social media and... You're among each other without revealing their true identity. It's almost like voting like class popular meets like survivor kind of. It's like popularity in high school. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like we see a lot of catfishing in the circle when it's someone who was maybe popular in high school. Because they're Mm. like, I don't want people to think I'm like a bougie, bougie bitch. (laughs) Agreed. It's so funny how, you know, the different players pick these different personas based on what they think that people will react to. And generally speaking, the (laughs) not catfishing route, I feel like is it goes pretty well. That's true. Definitely. 
I feel like it's easier for you to kind of just feel the conversation because you don't have to think about how someone else will answer it. You can just answer it as yourself. But at the same time, I feel like catfishing would be kind of fun. Like, what do you think? Oh, it would be a goddamn blast. So like Delisa, who we catfished uh, her way to the very top and won. And Trevor, Delisa's husband, also catfished as Delisa's friend. And he made it to the top two. So I guess catfishing really does have its benefit. Yes. Well, shout out to the Saints. That's amazing. Like, two members of the same family at the top, top two, top spot. That's amazing. Y'all really know how to lie to people. (laughs) You can't even put it on nepotism because no one knew it was Trevor. Right. (laughs) So. True. If I ever get on the circle, I'm going to have to go for a second lesson at the School of the Saints. Your husband, Trevor, is on this season of The Circle. Like, how did it feel watching him have this experience while you had the same one? He helped you. Did you give him some advice, girl? Did you coach him where the roles reversed? Did you make sure he had a, a catfish Bible? Like, tell us all about it. Well, we're competitive, so I ain't help him with shit. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Only room for one winner in this house. Exactly. <laughs> Only room for one <laughs> no, you know, um, yes, we are very competitive with each other, but we have to remember, like, okay, now we have two kids, all right? Like, we mm-hmm. need this money. We still right. need this money. Like, all right, you know, 100000 only goes, you know, but so far. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted him to do well. I really wanted him to go in and take home the win for the family. So, of course... I wrote his catfish Bible out for him. <laughs> I wrote out his, I wrote out everything that it takes to be a woman. I'm talking about, I, I was so tired of writing about nails and hair and heels and like panties and like, just like, oh my God. It was like, dang, like women have so much stuff about them. Like, Don't we? This is, I was like, this is going to be hard for him. I was really <laughs> nervous. And it was really cool though, because I went through this whole experience and to be able to share this with my husband and he go through the experience, but on his own, on his own mm-hmm. terms. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought that that was really cool and really amazing um, that we were able to, I guess, like, pull this off, be like the first circle Couple. Family, couple, family, yeah, or that's whatever you want to call it. It's like yeah. the, the circle royal couple, right? Yeah, yeah, king and queen <laughs> of the circle. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, just such a beautiful couple. I'm like, the, really, I'm very in couple goals. That's my couple goals. And their babies, they're so cute, so cute, and they're amazing at lying. What else? Do you, know, what right? else do you want? <laughs> but it was a good finale. It was this mm-hmm. exciting finale. Oh yeah, it got real kind of like cutthroat towards the end. I was kind of like, dang, I don't know that I remember it being this harsh in the other past yeah. seasons. Maybe so, but I was like, this is really all about strategy. Like, regardless of the relationship, especially with you, Ling, because girl. You was throwing people under that bus, honey. And kind of getting away with it. I was I, I was surprised, the most surprised by how far Rachel made it because I felt kind of like it seemed as though every time I was like, all right, it's got to be, it's got to be Rachel. Mama Carol, I was surprised that she stayed as long as she did, especially after everybody knew she was a catfish, but they were like, hey, but you know, we're cool. So I'm not, it's just, it's such an interesting show. If you guys haven't watched it, definitely check it out. I think it's like how you... Uh, mentioned how it's got a survivor aspect to it. There's like a a strategy in Survivor where they bring like the worst players as far as they can. Ah, uh, no competition. If I was like with you and you 
were bad at Survivor. You're like mean to everyone. You're bad <laughs> in the challenges. I would be like, I'm going to take Lauren with me until the very end. Uh. Someone Like when it's you and I and they're voting for the winner, they're going to be like, well, mm-hmm. Lauren didn't do anything and was mean. Uh-huh. So I don't know how Strategy. I feel about that, though. I like to win against the best, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And even just like at the same time watching uh, Yuling's face when Nathan, you know, yeah. uh, in quotations, Nathan walked Nathan. in and uh, it was just crazy. Oh, also when Trevor was like, uh, I believe Nathan is a 45 year old man. Why did the painting look so much like <laughs> the, <laughs> Like he was so spot on? It's crazy. Yeah. the Trevor, I felt knew a lot of what was going on. Trevor also like he was very in touch with his inner like circle i felt like he loved it because he even he's like i love girl talk it's the best (laughs) were you surprised by the winner franklin and you know what i wasn't surprised i feel like he kind of had everybody from the beginning and he stayed so consistent i know that i was laughing my ass off circle girl like (laughs) he was hilarious and he um You know, I think that everybody loves to hear people's journey as well. So he was very open about his life and his trials and tribulations that he had gone through. And not only that, but he had a great personality. So I think that it was a a good choice for him to be the winner. How about you? I agree. I I was not surprised at all. I was afraid because, again, in like a survivor thing, they would vote him out. As yeah. soon as it was every every man for themselves, because they'd be like, oh, he's this guy that everyone loves. He's mm-hmm. super nice. He's had uh, gone through so much in his past and he still has a better like outlook than everyone else here. Send yeah. his ass home because obviously he's right. going to win. So I was excited that he stayed. I thought it was a very fair season. I agree. I agree. Before we get into Frank, some ghosts of circle past who we are obsessed with so we have from season one shoe bomb from season two courtney and from season three k and they're all here to join us shoe bomb was the cast member in season one who came very close to wedding mm-hmm. fans loved watching him and joey's friendship form as the two really seemed to have like a bromance quote unquote together (laughs) and Uh had the best time together. And season one was entertaining because viewers were getting used to this concept and getting used to whether you needed strategy to win or not. So it was really nice to see a true connection between Joey and Shubham. Joey who won. Now season two standout Courtney Revolution is a self-described and I quote sweet little sunflower unless there's a hundred thousand dollars at stake. Uh, Courtney lays out his strategy and he said, you know, I'm going to be very friendly, but when the time comes, I'm going to be a little chihuahua that bites your face off. Dang, Courtney. Amen. But you know what? Once the game starts, Courtney is charming from the jump and he concentrates on making allies among the contestants. He mostly plays himself, although he did switch up his occupation. And Keisha K. Go started the season in the ultimate position of power, getting in good with multiple people. But as the game progressed and a line began to be drawn in the sand, K. was put in the line of fire, but still made it to the finale, let us not forget. Luckily, her relationships most prominently with her frenemy, Nick, got her all the way there to the finale. But I think she, I mean, I loved K.'s style. That's Mm -hmm. what I was there for from the get-go. A um, Southern Bale charm. I was very into it. <laughs> so, guys, please welcome Courtney K and Shoe Bomb. 
Hello. Hello. Good. Hi. Good. So happy to see you guys. Good to see you again, Good Courtney. You. Hey, yes, girl. How you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm ready to go. See, we're ready to get to the questions. So, Shoe Bomb, in season one, you introduced yourself by confirming your open disregard for the fundamentals of the show. You even yeah. once launched a campaign for governor of California with the intentions to ban social media usage for kids under 18. So, Shoe Bomb, why did you participate in the game? And, you know, in spite of all of this, what made you do it? Yeah, that's a great question. First and foremost, like, I'm a huge competitor my whole life. So, I've played like competitive sports since I was a kid. I grew up on like shows like Survivor. So, first and foremost, like getting, seeing the concept and seeing that this was the first season, I knew that there was going to be like setting the tone for it and it was the Wild West. Mm -hmm. Also, in terms of social media, I grew up in that generation we all did. And I saw that, I think there was a lot of things wrong with it from a tech standpoint for the mental health. So I thought if I go on the show and I stay myself, the good, the whatever, and the decent, and I can, you know, just see how that like hypothesis would do for myself, I thought it would be a great opportunity to see how I would do. Yeah, I love that you went in like writing a, a yeah, like a college thesis on this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean it was yeah, I just wanted to see like, you know, we're all around social media. I wanted to see if I could stay true to myself how that would do and I was like, yeah. And Courtney, in season two, you entered the game winning people over very quickly with your infectious personality, your Taylor Swift t-shirts, your catchphrases. But then fans watch you sweet talk a slew of fellow players only to, you know, cut their throats <laughs> later on, which you got to do what you got to do. What was your strategy coming into the game? And did it change as the game progressed? Or did you stick to your guns? Honestly, my strategy going into the circle was kind of just to be like the fun gay that everybody liked. And then, you know, just kind of like sweet talk my way to the end. And then like the inner circle thing happened. And then I was like, Okay, if I were at home and I were watching the silly man in a zebra bucket hat, like, what would I want him to do? Like, what would, like, shock people or, like, confuse people? And I was like, you know what? We're going to set Jack up. And then we're going to get Tara Leisha out. And then we're going to set Cat up, too. Like, you know what I mean? It just, it just felt like the right thing to do. And then there came a point where I wanted to just be on the show. And then it was like, well, I just wanted to be in the finals. And mm -hmm. then as you watch the show, you could tell then I wanted to win. Because then mm -hmm. it was like, well, girl, I don't care about them. Mm -mm, I'm not rating Lee High and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted the money for my dad. That seems kind of like the exact same way I would play the game. Hey, you're there to win, oh, yeah. right? Listen, Whatever it takes. The closer you get, yeah, of course, the more competitive you're going to become. Yeah, you know, you there's so many moments in the circle where you are, like, unsure of yourself. And I felt like there was, like, a part in the game where I was like, you know what? I can see, my, I can see the confetti falling on me. I can see myself. <laughs> like, it's not just, like, a joke for me to be in the final. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can see a new, like, you know, I can see it. Now, I got a question for you, Kay. Yes, ma'am. Now, you were determined to win season three, and you had a pretty clever strategy to do it. Now explain what CCCF is and how you came up with it. Okay, so CCCF stands for Comedy, Compliments, and Commonalities, mm -hmm. and a little bit of fantasy. Oh. And so 
prior to going on to the show, I was like, how did I gain all of my personal friendships that I have now? And I was like, oh, well, me and my homegirls, we met because I was like, girl, I like your shoes. And then that, then you start to build on something or, you know, you laugh over a joke and then you realize that, hey, you find that funny. I find that funny. You know, it's just you. you I was trying to think about all the ways in which my friendship started. And mm-hmm. it usually started off of one of those three things. Mm-hmm. I just added the fantasy on it because it was the gameplay mm-hmm. for me. So it's like, let me make sure I can turn myself into whatever you want me to be, mother, friend, best friend, daughter, whatever I wanted to be or whatever you wanted me to be, that's what I was going to be. So that's kind of where I was coming from. I just wanted to have something to kind of stick by as far as a strategy. So, because I didn't want to get lost. That's a good, that's a great strategy. I like that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good strategy for life if you take out the fantasy part, I guess, or leave it in, depending. (laughs) Right, Uh, depending on what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, because if you find something in those three things with anybody, you can kind of... At least have a conversation. something, get along. Right, at least to see where it goes. Right. You know, it's a good initiator. Absolutely. And Shubham, what was your strategy? Yeah, no, I kind of had a... I, going into the circle, I thought because of the structure of the game, I thought people were going to catfish and they were going to do flirtation on like a surface level. So I felt like for me going in there, if I played that game, that's not the game I wanted to play. I wanted to go in there and make really deep connections with people and then make like authentic connections. And hopefully that could help carry me and the other people to the end. I guess my strategy was just playing completely emotional, but I think the emotion and strategy go hand in hand. Once you have a strong emotional connection, your strategy just naturally like tags right behind that. So it's like finding the ride or dies and then just rallying. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. Three different uh, strategies. Hey, they all, they all worked. They all worked. Now, Courtney, what do you think was different about season two compared to season one? Um, I, w- I think that season one, there was a lot of room for them to kind of figure things out, right? Mm-hmm. It was a show that a lot of Americans hadn't seen. Um, Shuby, had you seen the show before? Yeah, I saw the UK version, so I saw clips mm. of that before, but yeah. I know, I wouldn't <laughs> see it. So, you know, you kind of go in there and you kind of figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with season two, speaking for myself, I like to know everything. So I saw season one, was a fan, you know, started going through the casting process. And then I went and I watched the UK seasons, Mm. UK one and two, um, while I was quarantined um, right before we went into the game. And so I went in like, okay, if season one was let's hold hands and be BFFs and I'm seeing on UK season two, they coming for your throat. (laughs) Then on US season two, I'm coming for your throat just in case there's another Courtney that also saw UK Ah. season two. So you have to be thinking. You get what I'm saying? I wanted to be at the head of the pack. (laughs) You do your research. Okay, in the game, you said that you worked in quality control but never really elaborated. What do you what do you do for work? Did you change your occupation? And were there little things you lied about in the game? So I am a musician. I, I'm a, a vocalist. Um, I'm an R&B artist. So for me, you know, I don't think that that was necessarily something that I wanted to kind of put out there. Um, so uh, we ended up kind of thinking about it and was like, you know, let's just put my actual job out there, quality control, which is what that was at the time. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I sing. That's what I do. That's what that's what God gave me to do, Lord. And that's what I'm going to do. That's my ability. <laughs> was, was that the only thing that you 
fibbed about? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. As far as far as my bio, yeah, everything in my bio was was. I mean, and I didn't even really feel about quality control because I did do that. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. that wasn't you know really what your career my life, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just went with something different, but no, everything was the truth in my bio. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. Now. Um, Shubham, even though you ranked last on episode one, you formed some really genuine relationships in the game and ended up coming in second. So who are you closest to? Uh, and why is it Joey Sasso? <laughs> well, that was a great question and answer. I loved it. Um, I think, uh, no, I think in the circle, like that, um, in the game itself, it was like from the early days, like when I was ranked last, like I, I felt found comfort, like through the relationships building with like. Rebecca, Seaburn, Joey, Sammy, Chris. So it was really beautiful that the five of us got to share those experiences from beginning to end. And it's great because, like, in person, we're all super close. And the cool thing is also, like, when K-Season came out, like, all of the seasons we hung out, and it was it was super cool. That's, like, the, the greatest thing of the circle post-it, right? You build all these connections with so many different types of people. I will say with the circle show, I always see all of you guys, all different seasons kind of mixing and mingling all the time. It's like you guys really talk to and hang out with each other, which I think is so cool. That's dope that you guys have really connected and, and formed those relationships. We love a dinner. Yes, I know. Oh, y'all, yeah. showed, y'all love a dinner oh, and drinks. I'm seeing it on socials. Yes. <laughs> and Courtney, speaking of loving a dinner, you were a bit called the villain of your season, which is a badge of honor, in my opinion. In hindsight, I enjoy looking back and being the topic of so much conversation. I really had the girlies riled up before we. Mm-hmm. I really did. <laughs> stone called. Someone Rolling Stone to. called me. I'm not mad at it. Now, Kay, now you and Calvin seem to form a strong connection in the game. It was actually his connection to you that led to his blocking from the game. Did anything happen between you two after filming? No, um, you know, to tell you the honest truth, like I didn't go on that game for that purpose. If that was mm-hmm. the case, then I would have went on a different show. Um, I went on there literally focused on the money. Yes, friendships are going to be built and that's great and all, but I need that coin. I'm not and here to so, make friends. Right. E- exactly. And so for me, in, immediately when I saw his face on the screen, I felt like, oh, geez, I feel like this is, I, I feel like this is trying to, this is going to go somewhere. Like in terms of, you know, the guidance in, in my head. And I was like, well, I'm going to make him an alliance, but I don't want to just stop there. I want to make Nick an alliance. I want to make any guy who comes in an alliance. At this point, I don't want to just kind of be, you know, stuck in a box, but it just kind of happened. You know, it just kind of happened. But realistically, it was a showmance and it got me <laughs> to like where I needed showmance. to be. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's a great person, great guy. We're really good friends, but that's just not why I went on there. So, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's just it's nothing after that. I feel you. Showmance. I like that. I was going to say, Lauren had a showmance as well, but that ended a little bit differently. It ended a little differently, <laughs> but, you know, hey. <laughs> but there was no money involved on Love no, is Blind. No, no. money <laughs> Shubham, you are one of the most followed cast members from season one for 
uh, Mr. Anti-Social Media, <laughs> XYZ, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, How's it? <laughs> I love the multi-questions. In my defense, social media has changed a lot from like when we first went on the show to where it is today. But yeah, I mean, it is cool to connect with so many different people across the world and see how the circles impacted them. But what am I doing today? Um, I started a new job recently, so that's been fun. I work in transportation tech, so I work on the software that a lot of these fleets use. And besides that, super excited for spring and summer. Chilling like a villain. Yeah. Hey. Amen. Now, did all of you all watch season four? Can we talk about Frank? I mean, it, it does make sense, though, that Frank won, because if you look at it from the beginning, like the biggest indicator is always what, not what they're saying, but what people are saying about them. So right. people mm-hmm. were always saying such great stuff about Thanks Frank. About mm-hmm. Whether it was Rachel, Yu Ling, people across on the other side of the... Um, you know, See, I was thinking Rachel Everson because mm. I was imagining everyone would have voted strategically and it would have mixed out like a Yuling, Frank, and ah. whoever else. I was going to ask you guys, imagine. what were your predictions then? <clears throat> I, th- I thought it would be Rachel Everson. Not because I was like, and this is not mean, not because I don't want them, not because I didn't yeah. have wanted them to win or I didn't want them to win. Mm-hmm. I just, going by how the circle works. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. that they would have been... If they already strategically... That they would have been strategic been yeah. votes. I pretty much felt like um, because of Frank's uh, connection and the rapport that he was building with, it seemed like a lot of, if, if not the whole um, mm-hmm. team, so to speak, I think that they they read into that. And, and because the circle can be an emotional game, especially towards the end, I felt like people, when you really sit back on that last rating and think who really deserves this, I just feel like their thought process would be like, I feel like Frank. I feel like I think I feel like that would cross their, you know, all the cast members' minds and that mm-hmm. he would be chosen. You think they voted emotionally potentially? I think they could have. I think I, that's what that's what that's what it's giving, because there ain't no way in nobody's correct brain that you would rate Frank as because he's so incredibly lovely. Right. There's no way right. he right. could get past a four or three oh, in yeah. my book. They gave that man that money and he deserves it. But that's interesting because there's no way. Well, I feel like the cast is is emotional as a whole. An emotional yeah. cast, it's an emotional which is good. Cast. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, that's absolutely, a good thing. because they're yeah, giving us good. that feeling. But I, that's why I feel like though that they would attach <sighs> themselves to someone like Frank. And Frank has just mm. really not had any enemies. He just hadn't had really. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know. They just they run with and Frank. That's why. See, let me yeah. have been in that finale. Everything that you would have been saying <laughs> like, is the exact out. reasons why Frank would have been four <laughs> because he he did so well. Yeah. I would have been three. And he never. Right. He never took the bait, even when Nathan like threw the shade. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was like the painting or something that was like so mm-hmm. obviously shady. Frank kind of just let it oh. roll off his back. He did. I, I think Frank deserves it, but honestly, with someone like him, he's still a threat because he is that friendly he's guy. So lovable. So, so as a game yeah. player, being strategic. Ideally, yeah. you would want to put Frank at the very bottom so that mm-hmm. you could have an opportunity to mm-hmm. win the money because Frank was killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. If they did uh All-Star season, would you any of you do it? Let's say it's an All-Star season where it starts with everyone's a catfish. This is a good idea that I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. Like All-Circle <laughs> alumni, but everyone's a catfish. So maybe they don't even Ooh. know that it's All-Circle alumni until... The end, but would you go back on? I would go back on if and only if I could have someone with me. 
I don't want to go through that level of isolation again, me personally. And I think that it would just be more entertaining to have someone from another season that's another all-star collaborate mm. together and, and just watching that would be hilarious if i was stuck with pretty much anyone from the from the previous cast or even from season four i think we'd have like great tv that way um and then we'd just be putting our heads kind of like the spice girls yeah. ordeal mm-hmm. except way yeah. more elevated mm-hmm. way more elevated. yeah okay yeah i'll do it in a heartbeat yeah i have so much love for the game i'll do that yeah mm-hmm. okay well we got all yes what are you up to, Courtney? What's going on in your life these days? Oh, well, I just birthed a child. No, <laughs> I was uh, say, and Savannah, oh. actually. <laughs> me and Savannah actually just came out with our podcast called Homecoming Queens. Um, and that has been like our big passion project, you know, interviewing people within our community. And um, it, it's been great. You know, you work with your best friend. It's nothing but laughs and cold brews and, <laughs> you know, hanging out at the studio. Cheers. It's been a lot of fun. I know. Hey, yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, that's been that's been my focus right now. Getting to know more of us within the community and finding out uh, what your show got wrong. And let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Kay? What's been new? What What are you up to these days? For me, I'm honestly head down in the entertainment world. I think after the opportunity with The Circle, I've really kind of honed in on loving being on the TV, but more so on the acting side. Mm. So I've been doing a lot from the acting side in terms of just um, trying to make that connection. Um, and the, But mostly, it's I've gotten into ghostwriting, so I'm ghostwriting for a few oh, artists cool. right now. That's because that's where the coin comes in yes. to play. And also um, getting my EP ready for the end of the summer um, that I'm working on right now. And there are some whispers of touring at the end of this year. So oh. I'm super excited about that. I love that. And now I feel like we need more K on our TV. So I'm with you on that, girl. I look forward yeah. to seeing you on the screen thank, some more. Thank you. No, I'm super excited. Yeah. All three of you are up to amazing things. And I would mm-hmm. love to watch that all-star season. So Netflix, I know you're listening. Right. Make it happen, y'all. Make it happen. We've been going back and forth with this whole thing about this campaign with us trying to get Chris on the circle because he would be amazing. What advice would you guys give Chris if he was to go on the circle? Help him out, y'all. Trust yourself. That's the number one thing because if you don't trust yourself, (laughs) you don't know where you're going to wind up on that show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I'd spiral pretty fast. (laughs) Seems like it's easy you, to do. You gotta, you gotta know who you are and know what Chris would do, and mm. stick to that. Mm-hmm. I think regret later in the times you're gonna kind of like feel like your gut, like what Courtney was saying. Those moments where you're like, oh, it's a little bit risky to do what you're feeling like you have to do, but do it then, and then so you have no regret later. Mm. And then show as much genuine. Even if you play a catfish, I do think you need to show a lot of truth to who you are. So as long as you can carry that into the circle, it'll echo through the relationships you build. Hmm. So I would just say I'm a game player. So just have a damn good strategy. Don't go in there trying to do it on a whim. Really kind of think about how you want to navigate no matter who the cast is. And I think if you have, I mean, certain things will change, but at least if you have a solid foundation that you're starting with, then I think you'll set yourself up for success. These are all, mm-hmm. these. Are, this is good That's advice good. just for living. Really. I know, for life. This is life <laughs> advice, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. When I when I win the circle season five, I'll uh thank you all. 
Hey, you for the party. I want to be at your rap party. You'll be there. Yeah, I'm showing up to the rap party. You'll all be there. (laughs) And before we go, where can our listeners find you and keep up with everything on social media? No offense, you bum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on K-Ghost, K-A-I-G-H-O-S-T across all platforms. I am Court Revolution on Twitter and TikTok and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, we're on the mall, so. Yeah, Lord, it's a good. Hey, I it's, it's, it's a great way to <laughs> to network promote the show. Right, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. people are making millions off of LinkedIn deals. That's these days. true. That's true. Yeah, I'm kidding. I don't think that is true. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so much fun having you guys here. I don't want you to leave. You guys all have such great personalities and like I said, it's no wonder that you guys came out as the fan favorites because you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. This was fun. It was. Of course. You guys are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Ugh, what a fun interview that was such a fun conversation oh man they're such a fun group but i will also say chris we're gonna have so many tips for you when you are on the circle okay we're getting it from the pros so you're gonna be so ready i feel like if i was on i would have to catfish because now okay here's what i'm saying somebody finds out they're going on the circle and Mm -hmm. then they google they obviously watch the circle they look up the people who have won find podcasts that they're on listen to them mm. they're gonna know who i am if they're going on the circle so at this mm. it's like i'm coming in with uh literally multiple winners tips on how to win the show ah. i feel mm-hmm. like i would have to at this point catfish i've been pigeonholed into catfish right? <laughs> now you're, you're stuck either way i feel like you're gonna win and not to mention we're about to talk to the season four winner as Mm -hmm. well. And guys, we are so excited. Frank is the, I mean, I feel like I was not surprised in the slightest that he won. I thought he was going to win from the first episode. Uh, 29-year-old Frank Grimsley, he describes himself as the influencing social worker, which I love. (laughs) And he's all about fashion, body positivity, tequila drinking. Oh, yeah. I think that Frank is awesome. Like I said, from the very first episode, he had me cracking up. And I just love his personality, and I can't wait to talk to him. Yeah, so guys, please welcome Frank Grimsley. Hello, Frank. Welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you. We're such big fans. I just want to let you know I was rooting for you the whole time. I was laughing the whole time. You're so funny. I could hear you say Circle Girl any day, any moment, (laughs) whenever, wherever. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, of course. So, you know, we got to get in your business. Okay. Oh, we got well, some questions for you. Well, child, I hope they're good and spicy. And <laughs> well, you know, we like them spicy over here. So well, here we go. It's the only well, way we serve it. <laughs> All right, Frank. So you had zero plans to play the game as a catfish. So why did you think it was best to play yourself going into the game? Oh, well, I think people see me and get to know me and they like me pretty good. I, I think, I hope. Uh, so I felt like I could, if I can convey that on social media, I should be able to convey that in the game. And I feel like being like super strategic is like kind of hard for me because I can tell a lie, but I'll forget what lie I told like last Wednesday. So I needed to just be myself. That was easiest, especially going into a game where everybody around you is being super strategic. It's almost like I don't have time. I'm already thinking about, oh, is this person being strategic? Are they being genuine? 
So I think it was just easier for me to just be myself because at my core, I am myself and that's easier. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I hear that. Was there any debate? uh, Like when you were going in, did you think about maybe catfishing or were you sticking to your guns from the get? No, I was sticking to my guns because I wanted to see. I felt like if I went behind another profile, it would kind of. I felt like I would have to explain that. And I don't know. I felt like I wanted to show up for people of size in that space and show them that I don't want to play anybody else. I want to play myself because I can go against these other people that I'm the most popular with all of me and every single part of me. So I wanted to basically make sure that was in the forefront. Hell yeah. Yes. (laughs) And did you watch, so this is season four, there's things to be studied. Did you watch previous seasons? Who were your, your uh, inspirations? Oh, so I've been, I'm a super fan. So I've watched season one, first drop, first day. Like I'm, I'm in there like swimming. Dang, I've had so many favorites. I would say uh, Sammy is one of my favorites. I feel like she's just so like kind and sweet. Um, Delisa, of course. I actually just hung out with her uh, two weekends ago, so that was pretty dope. Oh, um, I have a lot of favorites, but if we're talking, I would, I would, g- I'll give you my favorite person that played. I feel like played a good game, and I feel like that's Delisa. I feel like she played a very, very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. She played a good catfish game, but she was also being herself. But she also played a good game being somebody else. So it was, it was so many tears to her game. So. 10 points across the board for her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We love her. So what was it like, Frank, being an influencer and having to decide who goes home? Like, how does it actually, excuse me, how long does it take Mm. to, like, come up with that decision? Because I feel like I I would need a few days. Okay. When they make you guys sleep uh, on it, especially. No, it's like, it's really insane because, like, I'm when I'm watching it back, I'm like, damn, can I curse? Yeah. Okay, just make it. We prefer it. Uh, so I'm, I'm watching it back. I'm like, damn. We did all that. It took like three hours for us to film this. And it's only like 10, if, if 10 minutes. So it will be, it will be very, very long because you have to. So even if I know in my head who I want to go home, because of course we've thought about it, we have to make the decision. Um, we still have to go through every player. We still have to give pros and cons, even if there are no pros. Uh, <laughs> we, it's, it's just a long process and both people have to do it and then the circle started throwing tricks in like you pick two people then uh, you pick two people Girl, mm. she, was, she was working overtime this season and I was real tired but it, 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 was, <laughs> it was as as long as you guys think it is it's probably longer wow yeah this season was full of a lot of like tricks and yes we was at the state fair child a whole bunch of walks <laughs> It was a ride, huh? Yeah. Wow, right. Well, speaking of twists and turns, what did you think when it was revealed that, A, the Spice Girls were amongst the competitors and that you were the one that chose for them to enter the game? So, first of all, when they first came, I was like, wait a minute. I, I had a whole meltdown that y'all did not see because I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be the person that brings somebody else in. Like, they won't be able to play. Like, who am I to make this decision? I was almost in damn tears, bitch. I mean, like, oh, I can't say this. And it's just Mel B and Emma Bunny sitting in there. And then when I, like, found out that the person that I had brought in was actually them, I'm just like, what? Like, it was just, that was, like, like one of the tip of the icebergs for me. Because I'm just like, 
And I really was like, they're not in this game. Like, it's no way they're actually playing. I'm like, they must be playing virtually or something. Like, they're actually here with us. It was, I call it iconic, child, because that's all I can give it. Oh, absolutely iconic. I was watching from just the screen and Melton, so I can only imagine actually being in the experience and knowing that they were there and talking to them. Ah, what a dream. So, Frank, what players were you most surprised by? Did anybody really, like, shock you with their game or even just, you know, towards the end, their behaviors or anything? Ah, oh, what players were I most shocked by? I think I was shocked by Nathan with that snake, honey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that about? I what? Was, I don't know. I felt like the girls started coming for me. Uh, but I think I think yeah. I probably say that was probably the most shocking. Um, mm-hmm. just because I feel like we had such a good camaraderie in the game, and not to say that he's like mm-hmm. a negative person because I talk to him now, like we're cool. Um, but I think just that point in the game, like it went from like, oh my god, circle fam, circle cruise to like. Bitch, you a backstab. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? And then I'm right. like, I'm like, I haven't even backstabbed anybody. So maybe I should have backstabbed mm. somebody and I would have felt a little better. But I really was playing a, a chill game. Uh, so that was probably the most shocking thing for me out of all the things. Because I was like, out of all things, backstabber? No, ma'am. I think everyone was kind of like, what? Wait a minute. Not not Frank. Yeah. yeah well, that that... That was the hard strategy. Did you suspect that it was Nathan? I remember you talk about it a little, but... You know what? I really thought... I I felt like it was Nathan or Brew, but I did. I just did not... I did not see... Um, I did not see Brew doing it. I just didn't see him doing it. I feel like nobody in the game could have done it except for Nathan um, um, because we weren't really close. Uh, so I felt like anybody else like, even the two new people, I felt like they didn't know me enough to make such a large claim. Uh, so I kind of had, you know, did the math in my head. Yeah. Well, speaking of Nathan, you are the total opposite of a catfish. On the finale episode, you said we formed genuine friendships and connections and we ended up here. Was your strategy always just to have no strategy? You seem to be, like, vocal about that throughout. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think my strategy was kind of simple. It was to be myself. Uh, I think that was, like I said, it was the easiest thing for me, and I just felt like it was the most organic. And I didn't want to go into any conversation and feel like, oh, this is super strategic. Oh, I want to, I'm I'm cure, creating and curating friendships and relationships based on a strategy perspective. I really came to the game to get to know people. and. I, if you can tell from the show, like I never had any pointless like conversations with like if I did, it was because I was brought into it. But I was there to like meet people. Every conversation, I either left people laughing or probably in tears. So everything was meaningful for me because I wanted to have the experience of saying this is something that I gave literally left all on the floor, whether I had one or not. I wanted to show the world, you know, all the parts of me. I love that. I mean, being an emotional player in this game definitely worked for your benefit. Um, So it's kind of clear that you definitely use your skills as a licensed therapist, right, to build some deeper connections with people. How did your job help you to connect with, you know, some of the other players? Uh, So one of the big things in my job um, as a a social worker is uh, building rapport. And the second thing that I hold true is uh, meeting people where they are. I think those two things 
I can talk to a tree. I can go outside and become mm-hmm. a Camaro on the side of the street. Uh, so I think I think those two things are most important to me because, especially in this telehealth space that we are. So most of my sessions now are through a computer screen. Uh, I haven't had any like sessions since I've been in the field um, in the therapy aspect because I'm also a school social worker, but I do therapy on the side. Um, but all of my therapy, like my part time job stuff, has been through a computer. So I'm like. If I can get to know someone through a computer screen or through a telephone, I can do it through this game. And I think it's just basically taking my skills, taking apart what everybody says, understanding what that means for them and understanding how I can either listen to respond or just listen to listen. And what do they need in this conversation? So almost in every conversation, I'm able to sit back and say, do they need me to make them laugh? Or do they need me to just listen? Do they need me to emote and give them something so that they can feel this is a safe space so i'm always thinking i may not have always said what i was thinking uh but i'm always like thinking and analyzing what people say uh even down to the jargon they use in the language um so it must be a lot child clearly (laughs) absolutely it's all about connection you know making people feel like you're listening like you said like they're seeing like you're you're there with them you're present that made all the difference let's put your humbleness aside for one moment okay (laughs) it was down to the final five did you think that you were going to win you know i thought i'm I'm not to be brag not to brag because i'm not a bragger um but i knew i was gonna win when i got there amen because i kept like you know, you know, I had I had to manifest it. I, I knew what I wanted and I gave up a lot to yes. get there. I quit my job. Uh, my grandfather passed mm-hmm. right before I went, like I talked about on the circle. So it was either going to the circle mm-hmm. or going home to go to his funeral. I, I literally I literally left so much behind. Like I didn't I quit my job. So I didn't have any money coming in. My account was in the negative as soon as I got there. Uh, so my best friend was paying mm-hmm. my bills for me. Uh, it was a lot that I risked to get there. And I knew that I'm very spiritual. So I knew that God was literally trying to put everything in my path to kind of like see how much if I actually trusted him to still go and do this thing that was so crazy to some people uh, yeah. that I would, you know, put everything on the line to get there. So I knew once I got yes. there that it was mine. And I started uh, talking about it. I talked about it every day. Everybody I met, as soon as I got there, I was telling them, yep, I'm going to win. And they be like, oh, okay, you know, that's what everybody thinks. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to win. Um, and they would stop and they would be like, okay, either he's serious, he has some secrets he's not telling us, or this boy is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the I power of manifestation. Yeah. And I, I mean, I honestly, I think at the end and the finale, uh, I was, the nerves started kicking in. I was not nervous the whole time. None of the time. I, I may have given y'all a little show to like show that I was nervous, but I was never nervous because uh, I knew I was, <laughs> knew I was covered. Um, but I think in the finale, I was like, oh, sh-. I think there was one point when um, I thought it would be me and Eulene, the top two, like me, mm-hmm. Eulene, Rachel. So when they both got I out. I thought that too. Yeah. And same. it was just me and Trevor. I said, oh, I know these bitches ain't fucking playing with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I was just sitting there like, no, nah, I love Trevor to death. Like we talk all the time, but I was like, if Trevor beat me and he just got him, I'm about to swing. <laughs> so I'm a terrible I, I was really like, I was like, okay, but in my head, I was like, okay, you got it, you got it. And then when I um when we actually stood up, uh, because we talked a little bit at the finale, of course, and then we stood up, and I was like, 
shaking. Like, I was holding you leaning in Rachel's hand, and I'm shaking. And I was like, y'all, I'm so nervous. And they was like, you got this. Like, you got it. And, like, something in there, it was so, uh, it was such an affirmation for them to say that. Mm-hmm. It kind of was like, okay. The defeat like, in their voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you won. It's done. It's done. But, oh, they're like, man. we lost. You won. We know how this is going to go. <laughs> I love that. Well, speaking of people, you know, cheering you on, Frank. So I know you mentioned that you're a school social worker. Did any of your students, you know, watch The Circle? How did they react to you, like, being on the show? Is it hard to, or was it hard? Because now, you know, it's out. To keep it under wraps that you were the winner. Like, I know you wanted to tell them girl when i say it has been a task one of my kids on my case he was like um were you because like for some reason on my tv i don't see it but on other people's tv as soon as they open their please i'm the banner um uh, so yes he was like were you in a movie mr d because they called me mr d because dang was my first name they was like are you in a uh-huh. movie mr d and i was like Mm-mm, what kind of movie <laughs> And it was like, I don't know. It was something on Netflix. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I must have a twin or something. Then the next day, he went home and did some research. He was like, oh, he was like man. Mr. D, have you ever heard of this show called The Circle? I said, The Circle? <laughs> so I just been li- I've been lying to him. I, 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 I love you know, it. I, I plan on showing them the finale, but I didn't want them to like mm-hmm. get too in- engulfed in it because y'all know I cuss a lot. Right. And I tell them not to cuss. <laughs> I don't want them to be like, right. Mr. D, you can't tell me not to cuss because you said motherfucking shit goddamn on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I, I, I've been trying to keep it on the wraps, but the staff is super excited uh so it's it's been fun going into work like you know i have kids coming up to me like oh that's the superstar we got to take pictures so it's, oh. it's, it's it's super fun and cute well wait till they see the finale they're gonna Ooh, go crazy so i might have to take our work so to get get a little more into the tea during the data breach carol wrote frank is this you scheming up another mr nice guy comment on the way to 150k and then you threw some shade at Brew, saying, Brew, you're not the only one that can <laughs> rock a turtleneck. What made you think that that was Brew? So, fun fact, my dumb ass, until watching it back, I didn't realize how it came off to him and the people watching it. But I, Brew has a, Brew had a photo um, in his album with a turtleneck on. And I was like, oh, Brew looks so handsome because he had his little blonde tips and stuff showing. And I was like, it's giving a real <laughs> Christmas. And so I, you know, not Christmas. I'm very, I'm very like funny, like, <laughs> like good. I'll be trying to like be quick with my words. So I was like, okay, well, let me just let whoever this is know, like, I'm not worried about this. I just want to let Bruno, like, bitch, you're not the only one that look cute in the turtleneck. I didn't think that he interpreted <laughs> it as uh, I thought it was him. I was just being running my mouth too damn much. Almost got me fucked up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I did. I had. I really didn't think it was brew. Like I never thought it was brew. I really didn't think too much into it. I really, really, honestly, at my core, thought it was Mama Carol, which it was. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I was like watching it back. I was like, damn, I probably need to call brew because I did not mean it like that. <laughs> you know, he probably was watching like I, what? Yeah, what the heck? Because I mean, I would, I would, I would, if I was him, I would be upset. <laughs> things get misconstrued you know lost in translation yeah. in a circle it's okay it it's okay see that's why you should never have serious conversations through texting right exactly. right that's why i be trying to tell these men 
All right. So let's see. Let's talk about finally meeting all the players face to face. Did anybody shock you when you found out, you know, they were a catfish? Hell yeah. Trevor, I almost cheated on myself, child. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think everybody was surprised. Like, what? But listen, he did I, so good. It took, it took their elevator a little longer to get to the top. See, as soon as he walked in, my elevator shot to the 30th floor. They were still on, like, the 12th floor. <laughs> I could see in your face, you were like, why are these people not recognizing Yes! Me? I was like, <laughs> why? I was like, why are... What? I was like, it, it was so, it was so like, crazy to me, because I'm like, maybe you're tripping. That's why my face was like, nobody else is looking like you're looking, so it can't be real. And then, like, mm-hmm. as soon as he sat down, I was like, Nah, bitch. Like, that's what? Trouble. What? <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe it's supposed to be surprised, and I'm not supposed to know. So that's why I was just like sitting there. But then when he started talking, I was like, I knew that was you. <laughs> oh, man. He was taught by the best, the Catfish Queen. He was. The least I had no him. clue. I literally, I'm <laughs> not joking. I thought Imana was going to come through there. I thought we was going to go to New York after all this and really have one. <laughs> like, I had no clue. Oh, man. No clue. That's so funny. Was there any part of you that was worried about Yu Ling not being Yu Ling because you guys had made an alliance like from the get go? No, I think not. I think, I think because we had been there so long, I think I would have noticed, like, the trajectory of, like, changes in her behavior. Um, but she I, she was pretty much, she, she started out where I wanted her to be, and then she kind of dropped down a little bit at the beginning. But then, like, her energy, like, stayed consistent. Uh, so I thought that she was really genuine. We had some really genuine and heartfelt conversations that I felt like only she could have. Uh, so I feel like she was definitely real as well as Rachel. Take us to the moment that you won. What was that like? Uh, it's still so surreal, child. Um, I don't know. Just, I think I've always just been doing things that, oh, super successful. But I just thought about all the things that I could do, like undo with the money. Uh, I made a lot of bad financial decisions, not having parents growing up, um, so I knew that I was going to be able to come back and like actually like have a chance to not live paycheck to paycheck. Um, I knew I would be able to just go on a vacation if I wanted to go on one without having to go over there and only spend like three or four hundred dollars. I always made good money, but I also kind of live a little little teeny bit of a lavish lifestyle. I like to go out and have brunch and go to Sunday Fun Day and all these things. So that takes money but i've always been the type of the person you see on the show is the person i am in real life i don't put off for you know i'm not that super saver person that's gonna be like oh i'm gonna save my money i'm not gonna go out for a month no i'm gonna go out because i may not make it to next week uh so i have fun i spend my money but i also knew that okay you about to be 30 bitch you can't you gotta roll it back you need (laughs) at least a rainy day uh so just to be able to have that um be able to have something that I can start and, you know, build something off of and, you know, really just put me in a good position going into the next phase of my life. So it's, it's, it was such a blessing. I was just I so, it felt good to say it, but it felt good to also know that I said it, I did it. And those people that I said it to saw someone say that they were going to do something and they absolutely did it. And I think that's mm. the most, mm. um, that's my favorite part of it because it's going to 
really propel people to just say things, dream it, and watch it happen. Because I literally wrote down in my journal every day, I'm going to win. I'm going to win this. It's already mine. The money's already mine. I literally wrote it down every day. So I think just people being able to see like, oh, he did all this by simply believing it and saying it. I think it's going to push people to um, chase after their dreams just like I did. So. I know that's right. Y'all y'all hear that? Y'all heard Frank speak it into existence. Believe it's going to happen. Go get you a journal. Write it down. We're read church, it. Look at uh... it every day. Yes, I love it. So, Frank, tell us what's next for you. Now, you told us a little bit about what you plan to do with your winnings. You know, where's the vacation? Where are you going first? What's next? Child, I don't already been out of time. I don't already been somewhere twice. I went to... Um, <laughs> oh, you already didn't travel? I went to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did I go? I went to Playa del Carmen. Uh, oh, nice! Yes, yeah, I stayed in a junior suite at a brand new resort, and I just okay. I said, "Take the car and bring it back when I get there." <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's you know, why I, you deserve to treat yourself. I, I do, I do. I work hard. I work two jobs. I do content creation. Uh, so all those things takes a lot out of me. Monday through Friday, I am busy. Like after this, I got a session with a, a client. Uh, so yeah, I'm super busy, yeah. and I think that was my first trip. Um, so what's next for me? I would say what's next for me is you may see me in your living room again. I can't say. Oh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's already wrapped. Um, but yeah, you may see me in your living room again <laughs> real soon. Uh, so oh, that's some good tea. It, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, we I can't wait. Yeah, I'm about to go full fledged into um content creation and doing just therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm after this year at my school, I'm not going back. Uh, so yeah, I'm just if I can if I can go win a damn reality show, I can do anything at this point. So I'm chasing every dream that always scared me. I know Amen. that's right. Let those, I love let those that. kids cuss for the end of the year then. Yeah. <laughs> we can, we, I'm going to have to teach them how to cuss. They should be saying stupid shit. Before we move on to the game while we're on the subject of hot tea. So you mentioned a few already, but what other season four players are you tightest with? And what's the deal with Alyssa and Mama Carol, are they dating? What's going on there? Alyssa and who? What you say? And Carol. <laughs> oh. They've been hanging out, apparently, going to the Museum of Sex. Child, I'm going to have to text them and tell them the blogs are asking about them. <laughs> 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 uh, so I'm, I, I'm actually really tight with, it. like, I know it's like sounds cliche to say, but I'm really, like, cool with everybody. Um, I would say, if we're talking, like, who do I talk to on a day-to-day basis, I talk to... Uh, Rachel and Yuling every day. Um, I talk to Alyssa and Parker every day. Uh, I talk to Chris is so fucking busy because you know she's a worldwide sensation. So she's hard to get on the phone. Mm. So, so is Brew. <laughs> you know, they're both super popular in their spaces. Uh, so yeah, I talk to those people. I talk to um, Nathan texted me before that snake shit came out because I guess he wanted to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't um, even warn you about it. Yeah, he told he told me um at the reunion. You know, I'm just so sorry. Okay. Like, you know, it was strictly gameplay, and I'm like, okay, child, I'm glad you told me because had I seen it when it came <laughs> out, I would have texted you a nice little nasty message. But we yeah. got <laughs> uh, a little nasty note. I think we're all, you know, we're all really cool. We're getting ready to meet up again, um, really, really soon in the next two weeks. So that's gonna be exciting. We haven't seen each other since the reunion, um. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. 
Um, and as far as if Alyssa and Carol are dating, child, y'all gonna have to get them on the show and get the tea. Um, you know, I don't uh, like Frank, you're not gonna give us no receipts. Very political. Yeah, I, 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 well, I will say, I'll give you this. I told um I seen them at the Museum of Sex, and I was like, child, y'all just might as well date. And I sent some eyes. All right, so one more thing before we get into this game. One more question. So can you share, like, maybe let's just say about your top three tips for gaining popularity in the game? Also, just for life, because you're so inspiring. You have so many gems and words of wisdom. Just, you know, drop three on us. Oh, not you talking to you. done went on the show and found your whole husband, child. I'm trying to learn. Well, you know <laughs> oh, I did a little something. I but... might need to do a little <laughs> promotion to go to Love is Blind and find me somebody for a while. Yes. Uh, but I think uh, gaining popularity uh, in the game, uh, I would always say just be yourself. Uh, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Um, but I think in doing that, you have to know who you are. Um, and not just the parts of yourself that you want people to see. You need to know your full self, your your insecurities and the areas where you are secure. I think that's super important. Uh, be open. Be vulnerable. I think that is super important uh, because it's just a part of life. I've gained, I had gained a little bit of a following on social media before this just because I was open and honest. I talked about me being evicted. I talked about my parents on my social media platform before I did it on this large platform because once you give people something to to connect to, they have no choice but to like connect with that because you're it's not like you're saying, Hey, I like blankets and they're like, Okay, well, I don't really like that. So you give people something, they'll give you something back and bitch have fun. I have fun on social media. I like to laugh. Um and I think that's I feel like the world, there are so many negative parts of the world, like even like some of the comments and stuff that I like scroll by because I don't engage in that stuff. If it's not positive, I get off. Uh, but I think just have fun. Life is way too short. Um, I've seen so many people go and come that I think each day, even if even if you're not happy all day or you're not having a great day, find some pockets of the day to just be thankful, um, be grateful, and try to embrace what you have because you could wake up the you could not wake up the next day. That's always my perspective. Yes, I need the, I need the Frank book to come out soon. Okay, I need you to. To put this in a book. Yeah. So I'll I'll leave you with a little tea. I have started writing. Um, Yay. Hopefully. I don't don't know about like book publishing and all that. So if you hear this out Mm -hmm. there in the universe, come call me. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure the emails are imminent. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't worry. Well, look, I'm going to manifest that like I manifested the win, honey. But yeah, I I started writing. (laughs) I already have a title. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be dope, child. You just spoke it up. Yes, I yes. just send me a copy. You know, matter of fact, I'm gonna buy a copy. Don't send me. One. I'm gonna send you and like support <laughs> all y'all a copy, honey. Yes. And we'll still buy a copy. Yes, that's, same. That's same. I it. <laughs> all right, before we let you go, we we've got to play a quick game. I love games. It's it's straightforward. Who's most likely to? Okay. okay, so it's pretty self-explanatory. We'll mm-hmm. propose a question. You tell us which one of your fellow cast members is most likely to okay. do the thing. All right, who's most likely to take all their secrets to the grave? Uh, Nathan. Mm. Mm, I can see that. Yep. <laughs> who's most likely to use the most emojis? Shit. Um, probably Everson. 
Oh, he did love it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of laughing. Right. Yeah, right. slow down. But I, he was laughing that much. It seemed in real yeah. life too. I was like, he's I. I'm like the mm-hmm. LOL, completely dead behind the eyes. No, see, it's, I'd be like LMAO, and I'd be seeing it just like this. But it was funny. With I'm just not emoting that right now. All right, most likely to use a hashtag unironically. Oh. Mm. Unironically, I ain't never heard that word before. I, I can tell what it means in my head, but that just threw me off. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably Alyssa. So, who is most likely to show up on your doorstep with soup when you're sick? Uh, probably Rachel. Rachel, for sure. Mm. She seems really caring. Yeah, yeah, she is most likely to throw someone under the bus to save them. Ah, that damn Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. a recurring theme here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you watch the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who is the most likely to be front and center of the drama? Oh, uh, front and center of the drama. Let's see. Front and center of the drama. I hate the... This person isn't drama, but I think I would have, I would have mm-hmm. to say you lean. I feel like she found her way into the mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. some intertwines this season. I agree. I feel like Yuling really got to the end. I was I loved Yuling and when she got to the end, I was like, wow, she got there kind of through drama yeah. the whole time. Yeah. She weasel her way. You her. know, she weasel her way. <laughs> she did. So who is most likely to be on another reality show? You <laughs> yeah. Listen, I need all the deets. I'm gonna have to Listen, DM you later so I know what's going on. Be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was fun. Thank you for playing that game with us. Just kind of getting a little circle, yeah. you know, getting into all the different castmates and getting your perspective on things. That was fun. Looks like we have some stuff from some fans oh, that also wanted to chime in. Okay, so we have one question. Our first question from Pam. She says, I've watched The Circle every season and have been obsessed. I'm dying to know how many chats can they have in a day. If I were on the show, I feel like I'd be nonstop chatting with everyone, but they seem like they only have a couple each day and get so excited when someone invites them. I'm wondering if they're only allowed a certain amount each day. Hey, Pam, girl. Good question. Uh, so it's not a set number, but child, a day go by so fast and we have to do group chats and we have to play games and we just don't have time for a lot of chats. So the chats you see is child, we done probably wanted to talk to those people and we just getting around to it. So it's not a set number. Uh, So there could be eight in a day and there could be mm. three in a day. You just never know, child. Whatever that circle girl want to do, she going to do. So we have another question from Steffi. She says, this is the first season. It seems like nobody cared if somebody was a catfish or not. Why do you think that clicked with everyone on the cast? Uh, I think because I think after so many seasons, especially if you watch the show, which I'm sure everybody did, uh, I think Mm -hmm. people start to understand that just because someone's a catfish doesn't mean that they're like not a real person. They're just lying. They're just portraying Mm -hmm. somebody else because, I mean, look at Delisa. She was still a genuine player, but she was playing her husband. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean she's like a liar or a bad person. So I think, Mm. I think particularly this season, if the catfishers were loyal to them, they wanted to keep them in the game. Uh, But I wasn't too close with either of the catfishers. So, well, yeah. (laughs) So 
I, I didn't I didn't care. As long as I was at the end, I didn't care who was standing there. <laughs> okay. And now we have a voicemail from someone. Ooh. Just wondering why didn't Alyssa reach out to Frank or Frank reach out to Alyssa after they were the only two who correctly guessed that Jared was the Spice Girls catfish. I mean, obviously, it would have saved Alyssa longer. I think it would have, but just wondering why there was no alliance, especially after that specific uh, revelation. Uh, good question. I think it was just in the beginning. We're all like trying to like talk. First day, I'm like, mm -hmm. I want to talk to everybody. Um, I want to talk to every single person. Right. Uh, so then, like as the game kind of went on, it's like, okay, you're getting further and further away from like building these connections with people because you have to prioritize who you want to talk to. Who's more beneficial at this time for my game for me to talk to. And because me and Alyssa didn't have an alliance, I think it kind of just went like, okay, like I don't have any issue with Alyssa. I love Alyssa, but you know, I need to talk to Rachel and Yuling about this tea that I got right now. I can't wait another day. Well, Frank, this has been so great to talk to you. We're, we've both been fans from the get. Yes. And so excited that <laughs> you're the winner. We were able to, well to talk to you. Oh, thank mm -hmm. you guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Very much. Before we let you go, where can our listeners find you on social? So I am on. I am Frank in the city on everything. No I before the letter N. So F R A N K N T H E C I T Y, and that's on everything, honey. All right. Well, thank you so much, Frank. We really appreciate you hanging out with us yeah, and giving us some receipts. Call thank me you. Back, Call me back. Oh, we will. Oh, we be careful will. what you ask for, because you know we will. Look, I'll be right here with bells on, honey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you frank thanks for having me uh what an episode yes what an episode everyone was so great this just made me like love the circle even more honestly knowing that it's genuine Truly. people with like genuine good hearts and you know i learned a lot today it was some gems jobs today not just for you know the circle and playing the game but for life I, you know i live for that great episode yeah. And now I feel like we've met so many circle people and I've liked all of them. Love them. So guys, be sure, don't forget, send us your questions, either slide into our DMs or you can go ahead and send us an email over at receipts at castmedia.com. Don't forget that's cast with a K, K-A-S-T media.com. Or you can slide into our DMs. I'm at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm need for L Speed. That's number four, L Speed. Be sure to follow. Seriously, hit that follow button and then rate and review. We have the receipts wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to watch us exclusively on To Doom, the official Netflix site to Help find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies that you love. That's Netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. That's right. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production by Netflix to Doom and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. And special thanks to our guests today. We had Shoebomb, Kay, Courtney, and of course, we also had Frank, the winner of season four. Our producers are Amanda Elliott and Diana Goldman. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Patrick Carrion. Our technical engineer is Travis Holden. And design and animations are by Patrick Carrion and Jeff Schweikart. See you, See you next, next week! week.